0: and today I'm here with Ema, who is the co-founder of Orca Island, and she's also a marine mammal ecologist. Hi Ema. thank you for joining us today at the podcast.
1: Hi Melanie, it's so nice to be here. I'm delighted to get to share our um, exciting news about the Smart Whale Sounds Project with Irish Tech News today.
0: Well, first of all, let's get a brief background of what you're doing now with Orca Island. We'd love to hear, you know, how are you started?
1: Yeah, um, great question. So ARCA Ireland is a for impact non-profit organization based in Cork and we're committed to monitoring and minimizing disturbance to marine megafauna. So we do this with innovations in research and conservation technology, but also through education. Mm. So ARCA's aim essentially is to increase awareness and knowledge of key indicator species in marine ecosystems. And we particularly focus our research on seals, dolphins, whales, sharks and seabirds because they're all ecosystem indicators of ocean health. So um, a lot of our monitoring occurs through our citizen science app, the Observers app, and that uses crowdsourcing to gather information on important species habitats. But we also conduct dedicated research on board equator operator vessels. And now we've used all of this pooled data um, to conduct this wonderful project to listen to our marine ecosystems and to better understand how man-made sound is actually impacting threatened species behaviour and ultimately their survival.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like a really unique way of collecting the data. So one of the reasons why we're here today is because you recently launched um, and located uh, the monitoring beacon in the sea of Baltimore. What is the goal behind this? And if it goes well, what will it help us to learn more about?
1: Yeah, so the smart whale sounds goal really is to monitor cetaceans, which are dolphins and whales. And these species are heavily dependent on sound for their survival. Mm. So what we aim to do is um, we aim to develop an automated long-term passive acoustic monitoring system that will leverage the power of um, machine learning technologies and innovative um cloud sourcing technologies Hmm. and that will be able to relay detections to us onshore in real time Hmm. so um, yeah it's it's quite exciting and it's quite complex as well.
0: It was interesting you mentioned about the machine learning actually so that's right up our alley. (laughs) So West Cork is known for its sea wildlife so what species are most common and is this why you chose to work in this area and sorry another question and how are the population numbers faring?
1: Yeah, so they're very good questions, and they're questions I suppose we're exploring as well. And um, that is, of course, one of our goals. Monitoring these populations is to look at you know their presence and their absence, and um, try and track their ranges and their distributions. And this is really just you know the first phase in in a in a in what could potentially be a really big project because. And um, the waters off West Cork, they're just teeming with marine wildlife mm. and it's just the perfect place to gather recordings um, of different species vocalizations. So I suppose the most commonly um, observed species that we see is short beaked common dolphins and minky whales. And minky whales are Ireland's smallest whale species um, and they they'd probably be the most encountered on whale watching tours. But we also have observed observations of much larger species as well. So we have some of the the largest species on earth, the fin whale, which um, comes right into coastal waters um, at certain times of the year. And we also have the humpback whale, which is a migratory species, and they actually use our nutrient rich seas as high latitude feeding grounds. So, um, you know, we have a a really diverse range of wildlife there and it's a good opportunity to um, gather data. And and that's what we're doing now at the moment. It's a really important phase of um, data collection um, Mm. to train these sophisticated convolutional neural networks.
0: Sounds fascinating. I'd love to see these, you know, in real life. Um, I've seen pictures. I've gone to natural history museums and seen... Oh, it must be lovely to see them in real life.
1: Yeah, um, and it, it I'll get down there one day. <laughs> yeah, Melanie, it definitely is. And, you know, we do always encourage people to try and see them in the wild and, you know, to mm. choose responsible ecotour operators as well. Um, you know, I know that, you know, there are captive facilities in Europe, even still to this day, which is, it's so out, outdated. Mm. But, you know, you can support conservation efforts and see these animals in the wild. And, you know, just choose, be conscious of the tour operators you're choosing as well and make sure that they're keeping their distance and they're switching their engines off. Mm. Um, and really the, the results can be absolutely phenomenal. If you ever check out or- Orca Ireland's YouTube channel, like you'll see some of the videos that we have up there of you know humpback whales spy hopping right next to the vessel and you know they're very curious and they're very charismatic and I think that's why um, people are so so um, astonished and so amazed that we have these here because they think oh you have to go to Canada to see that mm-hmm. or you have to go abroad but no actually you actually just have to go down to the coast you know we're we're an island and we're surrounded by the sea. And if you're by the sea, you know, keep an eye out because you never know what you will actually get a glimpse of Um, and then you can help scientists then um, to track and to monitor and map important areas for these species by using the observers app and logging your observations. So um, it's great, really. And um, I think that the Observers app as well can really help with education Mm -hmm. and hopefully we can integrate the sounds, you know, that we're listening to um, off the south coast of Ireland into detections, into the app eventually. And, um, you know, it has great potential to create an alert system for ships um, or even to provide baseline information for marine protected areas.
0: Yeah, just listening to you just now, Ema, you sound so passionate about what you do. It's abundantly obvious, um, the passion in your voice. So what are your sources of inspiration from and, and how do you find the drive to do this really important but extremely challenging work?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that there is so many sources of inspiration out there for so many people. But I think my number one um, source of information is nature. And it's just especially because of the Smart Whale Sounds project and probably from listening into, you know, hours of um, dolphin chatter, the soundscape of of every you know environment is really sticking out to me now, and I'm really, really taking into account the cacophony of birds chirping in the morning, or if you listen closely to the seashore at dawn, if you're you know live by the coast and you're lucky enough to get out and go for a walk, you can hear like the entire intertidal zone come alive with limpets and moving, moving seaweeds crackling and and all the sounds of the of the, of the seashore, and and the more we really take into account. Um that there is you know another part of of the ecosystem that we're not necessarily attuned to um i think I think it, it enriches our lives as well, and there's just nothing like being present in the moment in a wild place um and that's really what p- drives me to pursue these peculiar yet perplexing endeavors <laughs> and it's it's definitely um yeah it's definitely that and the the support from people from our team.
0: Uh, um I had never even thought limpets made an, a noise when they moved actually so but that's because I just didn't know so and I must get down to the coast again what a thought <laughs>
1: yeah it's interesting like they have they have an appendage called a holdfast, fast you know and they kind of scratch into the rock and that's how they stay there um but yeah it's interesting all right you know there's sounds everywhere and i mean or- ornithologists are, are renowned for you know studying the sounds of bird calls yeah. um but really it's you know it's 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 it's, it's not a new necessarily concept to study the sounds of the ocean at all you know but it's definitely a new a new concept to apply these technologies to ocean conservation um humpback whale songs have been studied since the time of roger payne and scott mcveigh in the 1970s when he wrote the book um songs of the humpback whale and he was going out on the breeding grounds in hawaii and and putting a little hydrophone over the side of the boat you know and, and listening to humpback whales sing so that's something that's very interesting as well. Is that um, the humpback whales that we have here on our coast, They do go to breeding grounds, and on those breeding grounds, they're known to sing. But we don't know, you know, are they singing as they migrate past the coast, or you know, what other sounds are they making? And it's very exciting um, and also humbling to have an opportunity like this and um, provided by such great partnerships in. You know, with international NGOs and with um, industry as well, to have this opportunity to explore the diversity of Ireland's ocean soundscape and to really look at or effect of, of the effect of noise pollution and something that might be generally not you know we wouldn't be conscious of, um, but is actually very important for these animals.
0: Yeah, good point, actually. Um, you know, there's there's one thing that um, was brought up in conversation where you're talking about offshore wind farms. How much of this is having an impact on the whales and, you know, is it is it having a huge impact on, on them? Because they're obviously trying to increase offshore wind farms to help with climate.
1: Yeah, so it's it's definitely, you know, a, a, a new challenge that Ireland faces because we do have this climate crisis and we do have this biodiversity crisis. And in response, the Irish government has released their new climate action plan. And, you know, it's set out that, you know, Ireland has a target in line with the EU to, to reach up to, you know, renewable energy generation by 2030. And you know, we're nowhere near that in the EU. So this is going to result in a lot of offshore wind farm developments across um, Irish waters as well, like in the Atlantic and across Europe in general. And all of this involves pile driving and construction. So we need to understand what's going on with the species in these areas because we need to understand what's happening with with regards to their temporal and spatial distribution, and you know what areas are important, so that we can advise these policy decision makers uh, on where they can and where they can't, you know, potentially build these wind farms, and, and, you know, assess what impact they could potentially have. And all of that, then you know, when it's done properly, and it's done with the best technology, And that is available it can really you know speed up the process and you know scientists can spend more time mitigating against like potential impacts and developers can spend more time generating renewable energy and we can all start to move towards a a, a greener and bluer future but we do need to all work together and that in line with you know the new consultation on marine protected areas is very important as well because we, you know we want to use this data to inform policy on marine spatial planning as well. Mm. And I suppose it's just really developing the technology to begin with is the first phase and that's the phase that we're in at the moment and it's just training the machine learning algorithms. and then it ha- the potential to you know, apply this technology to different types of monitoring then is huge and it can completely revolutionize you know the way scientists have been analyzing data. And um, the way they've been, I suppose, conducting their passive acoustic monitoring techniques to date, um, but it is early days, and um, there's still a lot to a lot ahead of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: there's so much involved, isn't there? But at, at least it's important that this data, and perhaps you getting involved in that strategy planning, is an essential aspect of it.
1: Oh, certainly, it definitely is. I mean the power of this analysis is really mind blowing. Mm. We can visualize a whole soundscape, you know, and we can see over a long time series of data, you know, where where there's more activity with particular species and it has huge, huge potential really.
0: Mm.
1: The other well, thing as well is, um, you know, like in, in the US and in the, off the East coast of the United States where they have a problem with ship strike with North Atlantic right whales, They've actually, you know, had to create an alert system for ships, but you know there is no records really of ship strikes in Ireland at the moment. It's a very underreported thing, and. It's something that we need to look into further as well, because you know, if we take a proactive approach and we just involve all of the mariners now with regards to citizen science, and everybody understands what to do and that they need to slow their vessel down if they see an animal, then it just reduces the noise and the and the potential risk of ship strike. Then we're basically being proactive and and, and stopping a problem before it happens as well. So there's that aspect as well, you know, to to be a bit ahead of the curve. We see what this technology can do in other places and you know why why are we seeing this happening in other places and not implementing it here mm. and that's really why Arc Ireland feels really lucky and humbled as well to have this opportunity to lead an amazing project like this but um I suppose it's early days as I said <laughs> yeah mm. well you know
0: can we just ask now where can we f- find out more about the smart Whale wow sounds project and of course Orca's own work
1: Um, Yeah, so you can find out more about the Smart Whale Sounds project by following us on social media, so we're on Twitter and Facebook at Smart Whale Sounds, and you can also learn more about Orca Ireland's work at www.orcaireland.org. Perfect.
0: Now, I hear you have a few people to thank about the project. Um, Could you outline who you'd like to thank?
1: Yeah I mean like this wouldn't be possible without the help of a lot of really great people and I'd just like to say a huge thank you again to everyone that's helped me with this project to date including the Marine Institute, Irish Lights, JFC Marine and many more and it's an exciting time to see conservation technologies like this progress in Ireland Mm -hmm. but particularly now as I said at the end of Covid when we have this opportunity to look at ambient noise levels and also we can detect um, multiple species to train these algorithms and it can have such potential um, in the future. So I just want to say thank you to everyone. And um, yeah, and please follow us and feel free to get the Observers app and let us know what you see when you're at (laughs) sea.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time today, Ema. Um, It is honestly obvious how much you're passionate about this um, and i hope our listeners have enjoyed learning more about the topic and don't forget to visit her website and find her on socials um, but that's all for now guys uh, we'll be back very soon with another podcast
1: thanks melanie
0: thank you for listening to the latest irish tech news podcast check back every day for the latest episode you can follow us on twitter at irish underscore tech news on facebook facebook Facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, LinkedIn.com forward slash company forward slash Irish tech news. On Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash Irish And on TikTok, TikTok.com forward slash at